welcome to the podcast how are you have you been have you been since i last bombarded your ears i hope you've been well i've been okay yeah (laughs) yeah i've been okay happy father's day to the fathers listening or soon to be fathers or men looking forward to that stage of their lives and even men who are not looking forward to it because yeah we're not going to assume that um, this episode has been inspired by a conversation I just came from watching on the Red Table Talk. This is uh, a talk show headed by Jada Pinkett Smith and this this episode, I'll try and link it in the description box, but if I can't do that, it's go find the Red Table Talk page, I think on YouTube or on Facebook and you'll find its most recent upload. But the easiest way to go um, on Facebook, go follow Will Smith. I don't know about his Twitter because I don't. I'm not on Twitter. Find his Facebook page, and it's the most recent upload. If I'm not wrong, maybe at the time of listening, just search for it. But it's a discussion he has with Kevin Hart. Um, it's about fatherhood. I stumbled on it honestly. I was just scrolling through my feed, and I ended up seeing that, and it was well worth my time, honestly. They gave so much perspective on what fatherhood is and it's things that you, it's conversations you don't hear people have. We, I feel like there's so much content on what motherhood is and very few on what fatherhood is. And so to find two grown men coming from what people would call the, the hard tracks of life. Yeah, like they, came, they both came from Philly and hey my god. And now they live in Hollywood and they're big time movie stars and they're living their lives in the limelight and so having them discuss fatherhood just it's a very wide and broad perspective that you really don't get on top of there not being so much content on this yeah and I think Kevin Hart has a new movie out called fatherhood also I'm really looking to watch it but if you have Netflix it's on Netflix so yeah that should be easy look at me advertising things <laughs> but um the essence of this was there was something that Will said. He talked about the fact that both he and Kevin came from such rough sides and they knew what they didn't want to give their kids. They knew what kind of fathers they wanted to be. But now they brought up their kids in this space where they're really sheltered. And Kevin gave the example of how he... He was in the gym with his son and he just kind of threw two fake punches and the son just reacted in a way that was like, hey, no, 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 this is not how you react in a possible fight. And they also give the examples of how their daughters have been raised around men who see what manhood should be like or possibly can be. And whereas it's a good thing because now they know love, they know happiness, they don't really know sadness, they don't know heartbreak from men like they don't know what a predator might look like according to what they say because we now we don't know the ex- personal experiences of those kids as girls like um willow and heaven and will smith said that you grow up in this environment where you decide that when you get your kids you're going to create an, a bacteria free environment for them that you're going to shelter them as much as possible from there <clears throat> From the heart, the hearty heart, <laughs> from the harsh side of life, and whereas that is your due diligence as a father to protect your kids, 
you really don't help them because the world isn't like that they're going to get their hearts broken they're probably going to go date a predator or they're going to have a predator stalk them they're probably going to get married and the man is going to cheat or he is going to leave them and their sons are probably going to end up in a place where they'd have to fight that they might meet a person who prefers to fight than talk or prefers to fight than walk away and they feel that it's such a thin line having to be this ideal or rather to present this ideal to your kids so that you don't crush their dreams and you don't crush the the beauty of what life can be but at the same time you also want to prepare them for the real world because the world is very real and the moment they leave your house they find out how real the world is and so now you have to carry the weight of did i do it enough did i maintain the balance well enough for them to maintain the dream of what it is love can be and what a family can be and what a marriage can be but also to prepare them for the other side the reality of what it is on the ground and so they said now you have to find a way to be real but also maintain their fantasy or their dreams and instantly my mind went to god like always and there's this question that goes about in circles of apologia like guys trying to explain the faith and the question is always why does god allow good bad things to happen to good people or why does god just remove the devil like remove this source of evil from existence so that man never has to go through this why doesn't god remove pain and suffering from our lives and the moment i watched these two men discuss how they need to prepare their kids for both sides of this life i realized that that because we live in a fallen world i don't get why god still has the enemy in this earth me i don't get that part i don't know and i can't pretend to comment on it because i am not god you see i wasn't there when things were being done how they were done so we can only wait but i get why god would allow us to go through the things that we go through or at least a bit of it it's like not everybody on this planet follows jesus but every person wants to live as god would have them live and because of that there will always be pain because people will disobey god i feel like i even feel like i know that people hurt because of disobedience they something someone didn't do right because they refused to obey god that ended up hurting somebody else because instruction god gave them was for them was to help the other person but because you didn't hear god or you didn't hear him well you ended up doing something that hurt the other person yeah so i feel like cuz god knows that we live in a world that will cause us hurt and pain because it's a mixed multitude this guys of the faith and this guys not of the faith so he as a good father cannot be put us in a in a tempered environment an environment where everything is leveled where it's a utopia where you're just happy and exist because that's not the real world he's go- you're going to go out into the real world and if he does not teach you how to survive in that side it will crush you it will it's where now a girl who was brought up without a father does not know how to relate with men and she thinks she's ready for marriage because when she gets into it she'll be like whoa 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 this wasn't what i signed up for where is all this coming from you know or you were brought up in a 
in a home where your dad beats your mom or the reverse because that's also a possibility and so now you don't see that there's a possibility of something good coming out like you'd find a man or a woman who would be better than what you saw growing up and so i believe that what god does with adversity is that he prepares us for the reality on the ground he's not going to come and tell you you're not going to have a happy marriage or that your kids are always going to be good but he's going to teach you either through how you're going to grow up as a kid like your mistakes and all or even watching one of your siblings wild out at home to show you that you can have a kid who is supposedly perfect and a kid who is just wilding out and that doesn't say much about your parents it could but also is to show you that this is a reality and it's somehow an inescapable route of life that we don't know if you're going to pull the short end of the stick you don't know what it is that you're going to meet out there and so what god does is in our lives he cultures he cultures us to be able to withstand any temptation that comes our way so you might find that for you you've grown up in a place where you had irresponsible parents and because you've lived in that reality if you're willing to let god work you out of that place you will come out with physical experience like hands-on experience and lessons on what not to do in your place when you get there and so by allowing you to go through that pain he actually was building muscle for you to know what to do and even to have the emotional bandwidth to handle what it is you're going to go through in this life and i feel like that is that is fatherhood that is true fatherhood that whereas i can't protect you from the fact that the world is messed up but i can build a new or give you skills to help you manage that better that if you do life with me if you let me into your life into your pain if you let me work in you when you're in that space i will produce a better you from that thing and there's so much pain. I can't even imagine what it's like for people like Joyce Meyer to have to have to grow up in a house where your father abuses you for years on end, and having a mother who is too scared to start over again. So she lets that happen to you, and then later on have God tell you that I want you to take care of these parents, not only forgive them, but treat them well and honor them. But as my friend likes to say, the fact that Joyce went through that, it gives her the ability to speak to people's pain, to show you that whatever you're going through, you can come out better. That your pain has the ability to touch billions of people and be comforting to someone who is in a place where they don't think they can come out. And so an example that Kevin Hart gave was that now he made his son start taking up boxing. Like he was like if you've never been punched in the face, you don't know what to do when you get punched in the face. You might think you know, but you've never really been in a fight where you've had to experience that. So he put his son through boxing lessons to teach him. It's not that he's saying you will have to fight, but in the in the effect that you have to. I want you to know what to do. I want you to know that even if you get punched in the face you can come back cuz you're okay. You're okay. You may not feel like you're okay, but you're actually okay and you can turn this around.
I think I'll give a bit of my experience concerning this um, to just bring it home. Growing up, I didn't grow up with a father. I just grew up with a mom. And surprisingly, and I, and, I, and I knew this because of my friends, I don't have father issues. I don't have daddy issues, which is surprising because I should. Yeah, no growing up with one in this whole single mom drama. And the reason why is because I don't know how, but somehow I knew God was my dad from the time I was a kid. That was my understanding of God. God was my father. And so I had this idea of manhood that is completely about God. Like he's perfect. He's loving. He looks out for me. He has my back. I can talk to him about anything. He would never harm me. He would never put me in a position where I would have to defend myself because he would be there to defend me. And whereas that shielded me from the harshness of the climate that I was brought up in, it was not enough for the girl that was growing up in her teenage years. Because it reached a point where God shielded me from having daddy issues so that he could bring me to a place where now I could learn about men without acquiring those same issues. Because you see now the disillusion of growing up with a man, with having the idea of man being like God is that when you finally meet men, they don't even come close. Like we're not we're not even in the same galaxy of what God is. So me with my first my first sightings of what men really are, like you know, humanity, men, the gender of men. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Like this this is it. This is what and it made me so like, hey, bro, me, I don't want to marry. Because like, hey, me, I'm not about to take this into my house. I don't want, I don't want the likelihood that I could marry somebody who's going to beat me. Or somebody who's going to cheat incessantly. Or someone who's going to be emotionally manipulative. Or someone who is going to use me for whatever it is they want. And then manipulate me into staying so that they could keep me there but still going wild out. And so I had to learn what men are on the ground and it was not a nice experience it wasn't because now you have to reconcile the fact that this man whom you've called your father is actually god but on ground the men that you meet are not god they're human beings just like you and me and i had to learn to to apply the grace that i would want to be given to me onto this gender that i feel should be better because of how i grew up and right now because of the experience that I've heard and had and seen because I'm very observant I've begun to see that nobody has this thing figured out even for the men it's hard and especially because we live in a time where fatherhood has become it's almost mythical to meet a good father it's like hey no you're lying you just probably do know something about them because they can't be that good it's almost like good fathers are a myth but watching those two men talk showed me that that doesn't have to be the reality for us that if their lessons what they consider to be good fathers right now was built off of what they saw good fathers were not 
I think also Lecrae addresses some of it in his um, restored album or the mini doc series or in uh, the mini series on YouTube where he, he actually met his dad and he addresses how he almost lost his family because he was too deep in what he was going through that this thing that he had always wanted to have in his life he almost messed up and threw away but because he saw what his father did to him by not being there he knew what he wouldn't do to his kids and when he was on the brink of doing that thing because somehow cycles have a way of coming back to check if you will uphold your values if you will uphold the choices you said you would make if you will uphold being different when he was on the brink of messing up like irrevocably god brought him back and was like nah we're going to do this thing actively whereas right now i have a perception of men and fatherhood that is more realistic like it's more earthly it's more tailored toward grace it also has me in a place where i'd like to encourage anyone listening to the men especially that you don't have to be a father without god just because you were raised fatherless or you were raised by a father who was not present or who wasn't what you wanted him to be doesn't mean that you are alone and that God won't help you be that for someone else the kids in this generation don't want to be fathers because of what we have seen growing up they don't want they don't want kids they don't want to be married because eh no this thing has been damaged enough but the thing is that with God he has a way of turning that around and showing you that just because that has been the narrative it doesn't have to be your reality life is not going to be a walk in the park it's not going to be butter but i i will teach you i will give you the life skills that your earthly father couldn't give you so that you can navigate this space better so that you can be a better dad and raise a better kid that you don't have to repeat the the pain you don't have to repeat the cycle of disappointment with your kids that I can show you how to do it right. Just because you didn't have a human example does not mean that you are completely disadvantaged. The Bible says that Jesus said that when the Spirit of Truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. That He will teach you. He will teach you all things. So even fatherhood is not something you're supposed to figure out by yourself. And the best example I can give for that is that God's God's primal the way Jesus presented the father I mean God to us was a, as a father Jesus in the face of in the presence of other people would call God father even in the Lord's prayer he said our father and that tells us that the image God wants us to have of him primarily is as a father and so for the men you are not disadvantaged for the women who are brought up without good fathers you have the image of what it is a good father can be and also you are able to see what it is to look out for in a man before you marry them you're able to spot the traits of what a good father can be yeah so neither gender is really disadvantaged in this it's it's that are you going to be humble enough to come to god and say i don't know jack about being a dad my idea of fatherhood is messed up as a woman god and i don't want to raise my kids in a cycle where they have to go through bad fathers
because I was scared to come and admit that I didn't have a good one growing up and that I need you to heal the pain of what my father did to me so that I don't revisit it onto my kids so that I don't decide to not ever have kids because I am struggling because I don't want to hurt because I'm running away from trauma that I don't want to deal with and even for some of you it will be that when you start seeing God as a dad he will have you go back home and talk to this person who hurt you who hurt you so bad that you don't even think you can talk to them about the pain that their experience left on you fatherhood is not perfect because we are all human beings and even the ones that know Jesus will still mess up they'll miss it But the beauty about all this is that we all have one father who is God, who is looking out for us, who even when it looks like he's hurting us by allowing us to go through painful situations, is actually preparing us for the real world because he has seen the real world more than we have. Just as Will Smith and Kevin Hart would prepare their kids for the reality on the ground, the reality that their kids are sheltered from. So the kid might be like, why don't you take a boxing? But it's like, because I know something about life that you don't. And I'm trying to prepare you for the likelihood that you would have to deal with something like this. And I don't want you to be crippled when it comes. Because it might come. I don't want you to be crippled when you ask questions about this person in your life who is supposed to be perfect. And you can't explain their actions. So I will show you how it is done. I will show you how it is on the ground so that you will know what to do. So even when you feel like God is being unfair because he's letting you go through so many things, you need to remember that he is a good father. Because Jesus asked the people that if you, being a wicked father, like an earthly father that you're not perfect, would not give a snake instead of a fish to your child, how much more? Would your father not give you good things? Like why would you put it on God that he would be evil, that he would do bad things to you? This narrative of good and bad can only be left to God because we're too short-sighted to define what is good or bad. Looking back, the experiences that I've had with men growing up, they didn't look good when I was in them, when I was hurting, when, yeah, when I was hurting really bad. But right now, I see that I'm more fortified. I know what to look out for. I no longer have blind spots in this area of men. I no longer have as many blind spots in this area of fatherhood as I did before because of my naivete. And so as I finish this off, you just know that God wants to be your father. And don't put on him the struggle of what it is or the pain of what it was like growing up with an earthly father. Because he's not like that. Give him a chance to be the father that he's always been. Give him the chance to be that father to you. And give yourself the chance of being fathered by a perfect father. Give yourself that chance to heal. Because fathers are... I feel like they're the pinnacle of society. They're that peg that holds down civilization. That's what fatherhood is. The fact that society is messed up, even on a global scale, is because there is no fatherhood. That there's very little example of what good fatherhood is. But they also don't have to do it by themselves. And so if you're a woman, I feel like, aside from having conversations and showing grace, we can pray for the men. That they will be better, that they will know what to do when they 
they'll get to that stage of their lives. And even for the men that you can pray for each other, that you can sit down and have conversations and learn from each other and learn from the experiences of what you went through and be kind enough to not want to put that on your kids, to have them relieve that because you think that they deserve to go through what you went through because even you didn't ask for that kind of pain. But if you let God heal you, you won't ever have to be in that position. So I'd say this is a tribute to fathers. Thank you. We honor the fact that God would give us a manifestation of himself to you guys. That we get to experience a side of God because you guys exist. So thank you to the good fathers and to those ones who struggled so much in it. That it ended up looking like it was bad fatherhood. If you're a father, thank you for choosing to have kids. Whether they turned out good or bad. Because we're not short of lessons because of your life. And whatever it is, the damage is not irrevocable. With God, there is time for healing. With God, there is peace for healing. With God, there's a, there's a chance to do it better. And he is your father too. And he's got you. Daddy, thank you for the opportunity to to know and learn from you as a father, to even just experience what it's like to be loved by a father who is perfect, who does not want things from us, who does not expect us to be perfect, who does not expect us to live up to a certain legacy, to carry on his name and stuff like that. Just so much pressure. Thank you that we can come and offload with you and learn from you and just sometimes God just put our heads on your shoulder and be kids and father I pray for the fathers that are listening and those soon to be and even those ones who don't know if they want to be and even those ones being fathered Lord that they would know that in all these things God you're so present and that you are that you are single handedly upholding all those different categories of men and that you have us God that we don't have to do this thing alone. May we know that we are all loved. And may we know that we have the ability to forgive. Because if we depend on you, God, we don't have to uphold a man to a different standard. Or to feel like they need to pay for what they did to us. That your love casts out fear. That your love covers a multitude of sin. And that there is no imperfection in you because love has no imperfections. Thank you that we are accepted by you as we are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Happy Father's Day.